Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, it's been an adventurous week weather-wise. Lots of interesting weather, uh, some noteworthy weather. But you guys kind of got lucky and you had a uh, couple rounds of storms move through. Yes. Um, The big one was last Saturday, which happened basically we taped and then, you know, we were in that slight risk while we were taping and then... Later in the evening, we got moved into the enhanced risk, and nothing came through us until late in the evening, like 11, maybe it was midnight-ish, but it was a very decent line of storms that came with very, very strong winds. Um, Norman hit 95 miles per hour winds. Um, We were having 60, 70, like, I mean, the wind was cranking, but the storms were moving fast also, so at least there's that, but um, I want to say it was around 80,000 people across the state lost power. Right. And, you know, the pictures that we saw, especially on Twitter, uh, other forms of socials, were pretty impressive. And, again, straight line wind damage, uh, mm-hmm. forward momentum of storms, lots of trees snapped, lots of power poles snapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your text to me was absolutely hilarious. And I believe it was. I just knew that they were going to move us. <laughs> <laughs> right i said it it's recorded on that podcast yes it last is week, and it, it totally happened so i'm just saying <laughs> well, that, but that. i just know the weather around here you know like i know right. what how how it happens every time so but i'm telling you and the, the thing that was really terrible about that is it knocked out all that power for like eighty thousand people and the next day we went right back to hot humid heat indexes over a hundred and they're trying to restore power to 80,000 people across the state. So, right. well, we will definitely. But that's the annoying thing about these storms this month <laughs> is they only cool us off for a minute and then it goes right back to normal. Then just goes and right just, back in. I'm over it. Well, we'll talk about, um, we will definitely talk about the heat here in a minute. But, you know, one of the other big storm complexes that move through and even, you know, as we watch storms progress through last weekend and again like you said the storms come in they don't really beat the heat but uh let's rewind to friday night and if you lived up in portions of you know north dakota into uh minnesota we knew that that area was conducive to thunderstorms we've been watching it all day you know spc mm-hmm. had it in the enhanced risk for a lot of the day and all of a sudden at just about five forty-five central time they pop a pds severe thunderstorm watch and i was like hold up wait a PDS watch, and I was like, okay, so particularly dangerous situation, which is probably the greatest acronym in the weather <laughs> acronym, you know, folder. You see that like, oh, okay, all right, you know, talk to me. Um, so damaging winds 90 miles an hour was the primary threat, large complex of storms that will move southeast across the watch. Now, this group of, of storms not only existed in this form, but they regenerated and they moved through Wisconsin over Lake Michigan into the state of Michigan yesterday and then moved into Canada before finally dissipating. But anytime that they put out a PDS watch, Bonnie, or even a PDS warning, it catches some eyes. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And I I think that the PDS thunderstorm watches are even more rare than the PDS tornado watches. Right. And um, I think they didn't they get bumped up to a moderate risk. I believe a they small did. Area. Yeah, yeah, they were they were definitely up there. But I mean, I just I was seeing a bunch of radar loops, a bunch of pictures coming out of there. Um, they really got hammered. They really, really did. They did, and again, you know, it's that time of year where we know exactly, you know, where the conditions are favorable. You know, you're still getting that, you know, somewhat colder air, and you know, we jokingly say colder air, but you know, in the upper atmosphere, it's 60 degrees, right? And you're interacting with, you know, temperatures near the surface that are, you know, significantly warmer than that, and you get that mixing, and you know, it's a good ingredient for popping thunderstorms and. Lo and behold, we've seen over the last couple of days and honestly for the better part of a week that areas mm-hmm. in the northern plains and up toward, you know, the Canadian border stuff is stuff is firing. So it was a it was pretty awesome to see. And like I said it kind of took me by surprise, but man. It it took me by surprise, too. I mean, like, right. you know, like you said, they've had those risks every single day, but for it to be enhanced and then bumped to a moderate, I was like, oh, OK, like this is going to be significant so um i don't i haven't seen any storm reports out of there yet so i'm not sure um what actually went down how many wind reports if there were very many tornado reports i saw a couple of uh radar loops of different you know velocity couplets and things like that so there was definitely stuff trying to spin up but i don't know how many actually touched the ground or how strong they were right and i'm just scrolling through the different um tweet replies back to spc when they put out the pds um, one person says it's the first PDS SVA, which is uh, for the Thunderstorm Watch, since August 11th, 2019 in Nebraska and Kansas. And, wow. And the first one before this in that same area was July 19th, 2019 uh, for Wisconsin and portions of Michigan. So, And people are really like, oh, I'm surprised it wasn't upgraded to a high risk. So, Well, I feel like SVC doesn't throw around high risk lightly, you know, so it's got to be super, you know what I'm saying? Like an airtight situation because there's been high risks that haven't quite panned out. So they're, I really feel like they're super cautious and they're not going to go there unless they know it's going to do that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, well, I mean, regardless, it was still pretty impressive to see what you know, that storm formed. And again, yes. that line of storms, once it made its through, you know, kind of, you know, lined down really, uh, basically got entrained into a cold front. And that's what swept it across portions of Wisconsin, you know, Minnesota into Michigan. But uh, Bonnie storms are still firing today. I mean, severe thunderstorm warnings are being posted right now for uh, portions of Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Ohio. Um, I don't know what LM is. What what is the thing for to, for LM? Interest. Oh, Lower Michigan. Ha ah, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Interesting. Now. Yeah. Um, as I'm looking at a screenshot right now that SBC just tweeted out, uh, looks like my family is getting rocked by a nice line of thunderstorms uh, in Jackson, Michigan. So I'll have to text nice. them here a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you know we're looking at damaging winds. That's kind of the big story for today. Um, there are areas of uh, two areas of slight. You know, for severe thunderstorms, including lower Michigan, portions of Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and upstate New York, as well as back out west, where portions of Colorado, South Dakota, uh, the Nebraska Panhandle, 
the very tiny corner of Colorado or Wyoming. Now that's why, yeah, Wyoming and Colorado, and then portions of Kansas, Oklahoma and City. What's over Oklahoma? Literally, you guys are just cut. <laughs> literally, just cut to the north. You're just missing it. <laughs> yep, we're in the nothing's gonna happen bubble. So yeah, for now, that's fine. <laughs> for now, give it time. Give it time. It will change. We just got to get through July and August, and then things will start to switch a little, and we'll get a little more action. I mean, right. we've had a lot of action this month, and it's July. You know, it has been pretty active around here, but whatever. It's been a weird year, 2020. Right. Well, <laughs> you'll get back into it tomorrow, so. Uh, but speaking of just random things, and, you know, we're just kind of waiting for stories to happen. Uh, the Atlantic season, we talked about last week that it, conditions finally started to look favorable. and. Yes. You know, there's not much happening. There are watching one area of disturbance. Chances for formation in 48 hours is zero, near zero. Formation through five days, 20% low. But if we dig deeper into the discussion real quick, it says the tropical wave located over Hispaniola, which I think is one of the greatest names of a geographical (laughs) region. And the adjacent waters of the south. Sounds fancy. It does, right? Uh, the adjacent waters of the southwestern Atlantic is expected to move northwestward over the next several days and enter the uh, southeastern Gulf of Mexico by late Tuesday, and then move across the central Gulf on Wednesday, reach the northwestern Gulf on Thursday. This disturbance is currently producing organ- disorganized shower activity, but environmental conditions are expected to become at least marginally conducive for development by Wednesday or Thursday. So by the time it gets into the Gulf of Mexico and gets close to Texas, uh, it will have a slight chance to do something but we have seen this story play out before where it doesn't look favorable at all and then all of a sudden it just gets in just a right pocket and boom pops another tropical storm so we'll see what happens that's what well and i know the gulf has got to be very warm oh it's very warm it's been hot for weeks and weeks i'm sure you know i know water takes a long time to heat up and everything but with these temperatures it's got to be pretty warm so i could see it getting a little fuel once it hits the Gulf. Well, let's see what the Gulf of Mexico water temperatures are. So we can go pull that up information. Gosh, I love real-time tweeting and real-time uh, <laughs> real time stuff. But let's see here. Current water temperature in Gulf of Mexico from watertemperature.net. There you go. There's a great website for you, watertemperature.net. It will tell you the temperature of water. That's okay. amazing. Right in case you've ever wanted to know what it was. <laughs> um, let's see how it's measured. Oh, I love how all these places are just like, hmm, keep scrolling. So it tells you the water temperature of any body of water anywhere. Yeah, this thing is kind of bogus so far. Oh, because I was going to say there's a puddle in my backyard. Can it tell me the temperature of that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so far, nothing. There's no, like, actual link to it. It's Ah. just, it's just, yeah, that was stupid. Okay, that was dumb. Big disappointment, water.net or watertemp.net. Right. Well, let's go to ncei.noaa.gov because they take care of us. All right. Um, let's see here. Where's real time? That's, that's uh, water temperatures last updated. Okay, so recent temperatures. Here are the temperatures today. And, of course, they're just in areas around cities because that's what they are. Yeah. Um Everything's sitting in the at least mid to upper 80s. Well, there you go. That's what a that's what tropical storms like. Right. Is they like the 80s. They do. They really do. 
So uh, the Atlantic is kind of quiet except for one. The Pacific is a different story where we have two areas of disturbance that they're watching. There's one 1,200 miles west-southwest of the southern tip of Baja, California. Although low circulation has become better to find, if you look at the satellite, it's starting to look like a very well-organized tropical system. Environmental conditions remain conducive for the system to become a tropical depression before it reaches cooler waters in a day or two while moving west and then will eventually die out. There's a wave right behind it, just hanging out about 400 miles behind it. Uh, same thing, where the conditions are expected to conduce are expected to become conducive for gradual development through the week as it moves west southwestward and then westward at 10 miles an hour. But it's going to start running into waters that the storm out ahead of it started to churn up, and that will probably kill it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, like it'll bring up the cooler water from down right. lower and right and there's well no... i think the pacific's trying to like outdo the atlantic like it's some kind of competition always always is <laughs> um and then you look at the central pacific which includes hawaii there's nothing expected in the next five days so wow yeah i mean hey, we like active seasons right so. it's happening it's happening stuff's going on but just not to what we want we have other things that but... we want to have happen there's still time. You know, there is there a is. lot of time left. There is. Um, I want to jump into the heat because I know that's kind of the big story. And gosh, Bonnie, you guys were baking. I know you guys were approaching 110 on Thursday. I know it was hot yesterday. It's going to be hot today. How are you guys dealing with it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how we're surviving. I mean, I spent half the day yesterday in a lake down in Norman. So that helped. But it's just like, but even that, like. The water was kind of warm, <laughs> which is crazy. But, of course, we don't – when you're swimming and you don't have a boat, you're not going out to the middle of the lake. You're staying right. up closer to shore. So that obviously is shallower water, so it is going to be warmer. But, I mean, it was still relaxing. But the humidity is really – it's unbelievable how disgusting it is. It's just so bad. Yeah, that's what you were saying. Word. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. No. Well. So bad. You know – we tweeted out earlier this week on our Twitter page at Weather Podcast. Um, the Weather Prediction Center had said it will be a hot and humid weekend over most most of the country. About one third of the continental U.S. by land area is forecasted to see t the heat index reach a hundred over the next three days, and approximately fifty three million people are under some sort of heat warning watch or advisory at the moment. Yes, and it's been like almost every day. For the last couple of weeks, my phone will go off and one of my weather apps will be like, oh, heat advisory, heat advisory. And I get excited at first because I'm like, ooh, is this like a watch of something? No, just a heat advisory. Right. <laughs> right. So that, that's where we're at. But, you know, that's summer, I guess. It is summer. And again, you look at this map and I love how it's like 100 degree outline, some smoothing used to depict this contour. Okay, well, th <laughs> thanks for sharing. Um, right. But you look at areas, and you know there are some that you expect to kind of be warm. Obviously, the desert southwest around Phoenix, um, and it's funny I get you know the heat advisory, the excessive heat warning in my forecast for that radio station that I work for down there. Every weekend, it's like rinse and repeat. You expect yeah. that in Arizona, but then you look at a wide swath of the United States, everywhere from Texas all the way up into uh, North Dakota, and then you move eastward into Michigan. Um, uh, Nashville is right on the border, so um, they must be miserable because that heat and humidity is not fun. But you literally go three or you know ten miles just to your 
to your east, and all of a sudden you're out of the 100-degree thing, but you're into the mid to upper 90s. So, I mean, it's not much relief. But uh, all the deep south in there, all the way up the east coast seaboard to, you know, just uh, just south of New York City, it's hot and it's humid. And, yes, it's summer. We get this every year, but it doesn't make it feel any better. Right. Like, it's still miserable every year. And, you know, I saw something interesting on Twitter this morning, and I don't remember the exact number, but it said that mature corn in Iowa puts off, like, I don't know if it said, if it was saying droplets or ounces, but it was, like, some some, some sort of billion ounces of humidity, of moisture every day. Like, oh. it was some crazy amount, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So the, it's the corn's fault. That's the issue. Yeah, no, I don't think it's the corn fault. I don't think it's the ground's fault. I think it's the fact that plants release humidity, plants release water, plants release CO2 into the atmosphere. Are we going to kill all the plants now? No. No, we're not. We so, need the plants. Yeah, let's let's take a step back and let's refocus on what's important. <laughs> let's burn all the corn because yeah. it's yeah, yeah, making us humid. Yeah, let's not because we burn the corn and we're going to put smoke in the atmosphere and then we have nothing to filter that out. And uh, Oh, yeah, and then we have nothing to eat. False. There would be so much popcorn. Like if we set the cornfields <laughs> on fire, it would be all popcorn. Yeah, but I've heard that that natural popcorn doesn't taste very good. <laughs> Don't they have to like dry out the kernels first? I think they do, yeah. And then, you know, there's not enough butter and salt in the world to make that taste good. <laughs> we would make butter, okay? We would get the salt from the ocean. Oh, sea salt and popcorn? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, mm, yeah. no. Like, listen, I, you know, there's a family tradition that my dad started with all of us kids. Every time we go to the Pacific Ocean, or really any ocean for that matter, you just taste the water, you know? Just you taste the salt water. Okay. It's just one of the things you do. The amount of salinity in just even a drop of salt is enough to knock you back. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like I don't don't get me wrong. I like a little salt on a little bit of things just because. Right. But that just is that's way over the top. So like the salt water ocean is basically like having a little bit of water with your salt is what yeah. you're saying. Oh yeah. Have you ever have you ever been in a salt ocean? Yes. Okay. Most people don't drink it. Well, one, it would kill you, but two, um, your body can't process it. But um, just, and it would dehydrate you and not hydrate you. Oh, very quickly, very quickly. But that's what they say. If you know, if you can somehow come up with a technology and make it affordable to uh, desalinate the ocean, you're gonna have fresh water forever. Yep. So. Folks, kids, if you're listening out there, if you want to make money and become famous, find a way to turn salt water into drinkable water on a mass level. And there are totally right. ways to do that. And again, I'm going back to those days where I used to watch shows on the Discovery Channel about how to survive. Yeah, like if you got stranded at sea or something. Yep. Yep. You take, you know, the salt water and put it in a basin and then you take like a piece of plastic or something and you get it to evaporate and you get it to fall into another bowl. Well, the H2O, the clean water, you know, forms this condensation, then it runs off into the other bowl that's weighted down by a pebble or a rock, and then you'll be able to drink that. So, yeah, because the salt's too heavy to yep. evaporate or whatever. Yep. And yeah, we totally get it. Like, we would totally survive on the ocean. Oh, we totally would. Like in a floaty or whatever? Yeah, like, we, we would totally we, be yeah, fine. Yeah, we, we would burn, but hey, no, it's all good. 
it's cool. Please do not Whatever. take any advice that we give on survival <laughs> to Tart. Please seek out a proper survival expert if you are planning to go out on the ocean in a raft or a dinghy. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, take a book, like get a how to survive on the ocean for dummies kind of book. Like don't yes. listen to us. Yes. <laughs> we we just know how to turn salt water into drinkable water and even then it would be iffy at best. If you want to know how to survive a tornado, then come to us. Yes. We will talk to you about that. Exactly. Um one of the other things and again, we'll get off on this little survival tangent, but I believe they said if you are out in nature and you don't have a way to get water and you're in like a pine forest and you happen to have a plastic bag with you, you can put the plastic bag around branches that are in sunlight, and because of photosynthesis and the whole process, that it basically creates a humidity chamber. Oh. Because it does, because you know, plants do give off some moisture content that you can collect little amounts of pure water from plants. So, like you can use like pine needles and all this other stuff because they will put out a little bit of moisture. They just said they'll you'll be drinking basically a tree, but it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, but you'll live. That's the right. point. Okay, interesting. I'm writing that one down. Always travel with plastic bags, like Walmart bags or like sandwich bags. Uh, they it was just like a clear plastic bag. So I'm sure any type of. I think it has to be clear though because got to let the sunlight in. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, I say I'm sure a sandwich bag would work. You just have to find a big enough or a small enough plant that it could fit over. Yeah. Okay. So, like, we need to get, like, the gallon Ziploc bag. Yeah. And plus, it's always nice to have in your car just in case you need it. You never know when you're going to need to pick up something on the side of the road. True. Like a cool rock or a gold nugget or a wad of cash Body you found. Part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a wad of cash you found. I wish I would find a gold nugget or cash on the side of the road. Right? I mean, like, you find $5 in a parking lot, it's, like, the coolest thing in the world. What about when you pull your clothes out of the dryer and there's money in there and you're like, oh, yeah, no, that, I that, left that in my pocket. That's yeah, so good. That's totally up there, too. Totally up there, too. It's like Christmas. <laughs> it's Christmas in my pants. That sounded terrible. <laughs> oh, all year round. Oh, yes. It is early. It's early for me. <laughs> I'm on day. Let me think. I'm going to do the math here. 3119. That's 48. Uh, today will be my 49th straight day of working, so. I think you should take a day off. I'm, I'm going no expert, to. but. I'm going to. Once I get to August, I will take a day, day or two off. But, uh, yeah, such is the life of a working man. Anywho, not saying that people aren't hardworking because they are. I'm just, I'm working two jobs at once, and that's that's the way it is. But, okay, so the heat is annoying. <laughs> the lack of tropical Activity is annoying. At least we have thunderstorms. But, Bonnie, I made a reference to this yesterday on the show. We are five months and six days away from Christmas. Oh, my God. Not that we're getting ahead of ourselves. And we know that 2020 has been a very interesting year for obvious reasons. Well, everything's getting canceled. So what if they just cancel Christmas? They won't, can- they won't cancel Christmas. Okay. Did you see, though, that they are saying they're like, if you- that people should start Christmas shopping now? Yes, please do. Keep me employed. I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Just because, like, things take a long time to ship now, yep. shortages on crap, and blah, blah, blah. Like, they're like, you should start now. And I was like, huh, maybe I will, but probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need to give a shout-out to my little sister, Abby, and her husband, Nick, whose both birthdays are, like, two days apart. So we're celebrating their birthday later today. I got them a really cool gift. 
and she doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can totally tell tell what it is. So they're both huge fans of the Portland Timbers MLS team. Mm-hmm. And there's a company in St. Louis, Missouri that does etched wine glasses or etched wine bottles. Oh. And it's like the like the super thick, like heavy weighted wine bottles. And so they have the logo on there and you can personalize names. So I put their name on this wine bottle and it'll be here in a couple of weeks. But uh, they're like, due to COVID-19 shortages, we are experiencing longer than usual delays. So oh. I shot them an email. I'm like, hey. You know, here's when we're doing the birthday party. What's, you know, expected delivery. They're like, right now, it's just about a month. I was like, okay, you know, I can give it to them late. That's not a big deal. But they're like, so many people have tried to put stuff like F2020 and COVID sucks and, you know, a bunch of stuff that they just want to kind of keep a memento around. But the company won't do it because they have, you know, standards of what you can and can't put on things. So (laughs) it's been pretty funny. They're not going to, like, etch cuss words onto bottles and no. stuff. Like- no, they're not. And they're not going to do anything that's <laughs> derogatory. So I was like, all right. It's like, it's like, you know, if you get customized plates, right? Yeah. You, you guys get customized license plates in Oklahoma. I'm assuming you do. Yes. Okay. So we get them here, too. But, you know, you have to be creative if you want some things to be on there. Other things, mm-hmm. you know, you have and other things you can't. But, uh, yeah, it's it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And in some of them, like you don't get until you read it a few times and then you're like, Oh, that's right. what it means. Like, <laughs> and those are funny. I like those. If I ever got a personalized plate, I've come down to like four or five top things on my list. One of them is WSR dash 88 D, which uh, obviously is the scientific name for the Doppler radar, weather service radar, yes. Doppler 88, 1988 is when they installed it. So that's there. Goes G O E S dash whatever number I want, satellite <laughs> reference. But then people will be like, "Oh, go sixteen! Like you only go sixteen miles an hour." You know, and I'm like, "You know, that'd be dumb." Um, goes sixteen. I like that. Right. You know, and we got seventeen and eighteen, and so shout out. Well, actually, we still have sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, all operational. So shout out to those uh, awesome satellites. You guys have been game changers the last couple of years. Yes. Um, so you have that. You have I chase like I. Or I chaser, like the letter I, but it looks weird, like being capitalized. So, uh, STM CHR Storm Chaser, I wanted that one for a while. But yeah, I have I a like bunch. Of, I have a bunch of different suggestions that I want. But really, I really want a new truck. And when I get this truck, I want to be painted the Forest Service green color, which they don't use anymore. So the Forest Service green color, if you're not familiar with it is basically a shade or two darker of what is mint chocolate chip. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, that kind of sounds nice. They don't do that, though, anymore? They don't make that color? No, they don't use the color, and if you want to get that type of color, you have to order it directly from the factory. And so I will tweet this out here real quick. i got to find a photo of it, but... um, just growing up in the West and spending time in Central Oregon and seeing all these cool like colors and these cool, you know, trucks and stuff. It's always one of those ones where I was like, I really want this. I want this color. And I know it's totally something geeky and dumb, but it's what I want in a truck. So um, I'm totally going to steal this from somebody. So don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a color example like don't yeah, freak out yeah exactly so 
Um, I want to download it. Save image as. <laughs> it's so hard to like save images and stuff now. It's like, oh, I know. All complicated. I know. I'm just ripping stuff off for the heck of it. But mm -hmm. um, Forest Service Green. And I will tweet this out here in just one second. But um, I, it's what I've always wanted in a color. If I got a truck, that's what I've wanted. And so I'm thinking my next big purchase will be a truck. And it's got to be Forest Service Green. It just has to be because that's what I am. That's what I want. So. I want to see it. All right. I'm tweeting it right now at Weather Podcast. And people will be like, what in the world is this? <laughs> but it's called a show tease. It is called a show tease. Come on, people. Get with it. Get with it. Ah, uh, there it is. Okay. We're live tweeting <laughs> on a podcast that's not live. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, it's a show tease. Exactly. Like people are like, what in the world? This is Forest Service <laughs> Green. And the color. What's on his new trick? All right. Boom. Tweet. Done. Gone. There it is. All right. People are like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. There you go. It's out. It's not posted. Uh, so let's see here. Tornado warning. Ooh, we have tornado warnings in effect. Just tornado warning where? Uh just popped. Uh, uh Ontario, Canada. Oh, nice. All right. Get it, Canada. Yeah. Get Brace it. Bridge, Woodstock. Uh I don't want to go through and list all these because I have no idea where they are. Yeah. Uh severe thunderstorm warning did just pop for pro, uh portions of Oswego, uh, Illinois, Yorkville, Illinois, and Morris, Illinois until eleven fifteen AM. Penny-sized hail, winds up to 60 miles an hour. Not too shabby. Yeah, that's a decent little poke right there. So, Well, I'm glad it's going to be hailing pennies because there's a coin shortage. Right? You know, it's funny. I have a giant, like, coin bank on my dresser in my room. I'm thinking I need to hold on to that for a hot minute. No, I think you need to go turn it in. That's what they want people to do. I went and turned mine in the other day. Did you get money for it? Yeah, yeah. And okay. then, like, my bank will do it for free, and you can just, it'll print out a little slip, and you can go up, and I'm sure you could cash it, but you can also just be like, here, just deposit this in my bank account. Oh, that works, too. That works, too. Yeah. So, uh, but, man. Uh, Reed Timmer just tweeted out, Gizmo smells a little bit of High Plains Insane this morning. So somebody responded, good like chasing bag of danger noodle. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, Kim, but okay. Isn't a danger noodle a snake? Uh, I, it very well could be. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the term. Okay, well, it's because you live in the Northwest. So. Yes. We call snakes snakes. <laughs> okay, well, they're danger noodles, so... Just like raccoons or trash pandas, like, come on. Hey, shout out, shout out to TP. I'm down with the trash panda. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> my my radio nickname was named after a tailless raccoon. Do not ask. I will go into the story Aww. another time. But I have an affinity for trash pandas in my heart. So. <laughs> Look, they're cute. I know they're kind of gross, but I think they're cute. Right. They are cute, but they are. They do spread lots and lots of unwanted Stuff. things. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's because they're trash pandas. Like, they dig right. around in the trash. Right. That's what they want. So. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for COVID to be over. Yeah. I mean, me too. Like, let's go back to normal. Let's get all these debates out of here. But we have to wear masks here now. They they made that a mandate in the city. Yep. And that's fine. I think that why not do it for a few weeks, get things under control. Fine. Yep. I got a cute leopard print one and one with flowers. And oh, 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 I'm so excited for this one, but it's not here yet. I ordered one from a website who I'm not going to promote because uh, they don't sponsor us. But um, I have two T-shirts from them, but I ordered a mask from does, them. Does with... it rhyme with Felicity? Yes. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but, you know, they make their stuff to order, so it yes, hasn't they do. shipped yet. So I don't know. It'll probably be a few weeks before I get it, but still. I got one. I'm going to have to see what they have on the website because that sounds like something I would need to do as well. I got the one with the radar of the hook echo. Oh, you did not. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to wait and tell you and show you when I got it, but it's not probably going to be a few weeks. No, I still, but I still want to see it. So there it is. All right. I found it. Yes. Well, so, especially if I'm going back to OU in the fall and they we have to wear masks on campus there too, like Right. Like walking around with a radar on my face, like heck yeah. I love the t shirt. Do you even parcel lift? That's fantastic. <laughs> that is fantastic. They have some really clever stuff. And if I had a gazillion dollars, I would have all of those t shirts. Right. I love the AM weather ones, the morning stuff. That's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like the storm mode mask. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Only you can prevent weather fools. We need that sticker. Yeah, because there's a lot of weather fools out there for some reason. There are. Lots of people like to do lots of things. That's random. Um, oh, wow. They have tornado canvases from different stores. Ooh, they got the Bridge Creek More Tornado Canvas. You oh, see really? This? Yeah. That's impressive. I'm gonna by, have to look at that. Yeah, eight by ten is thirty-three bucks. But if you go, you know, go big and do the two foot by two and a half feet, that's that's the one you want right there. Ooh, that's impressive. Oh yeah, you totally got to look at that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about ordering that. People are like, why in the world do you do this? Why? <laughs> because we're obsessed. Yes, yeah, because it's what we do, folks. We want to have pictures of tornadoes and maps in our house because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Storm chaser mask. Oh hell no! Turn around, don't drown. That's really funny on a mask. Oh. That's actually really funny on a mask. Storms and chill. Storms never sleep. Oh, our friends with the Stormfront freaks have their own mask. Okay, we need our own mask now. Just saying. I agree. We need. I agree. <laughs> Do it for the storm. <laughs> <laughs> Catch storms, not feelings. Okay, that's pretty funny too. I know. I like that one. Oh. So why do they? Oh, gotcha. Okay, because you're adding more. Gotcha. And filters. Ooh, they come with filters. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because my leopard one didn't, and I was like, oh. But I think I can just, I really think I can put a coffee filter in there. You can. Or even they say uh, a twice over folded paper, or, uh, paper towel will work. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I like that because that's disposable too. So I can just mm-hmm. like get rid of that and like, that's nice. I want a Muskegee State College Warrior sweatshirt. 
you should see like there's some that you can get from OU and they'll have like three packs and they look cool. Thunder's doing the same thing and I'm like, okay, I really want all these masks. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Well, and that's the thing. Like they're the new accessories, so let's just have fun with it. You know, kind of sucks to wear them, but let's look at the silver lining and get yeah. cool ones. Yeah, and you know what? It's gonna be done soon, so please just. Just take it. Be break. part of the solution. Like that's right. to look at it that way. Like even if you don't have it or you're not scared of it, wearing it is just you're just being part of the solution. So Yep. Everyone wants to be part of something good and change. So, you know, it's not a big deal to put a mask on to go to Walmart. Make it happen. I gotta wear one at Amazon, I gotta wear one at the bar, I gotta wear one in public. Just yep. please just be smart. Just I know smart. it's hard when it's hot, but, you know, it's fine. Like, it'll be okay. It will be okay. But just, you know, take one for the team. It will be over soon enough, and we'll be good. So, Exactly. Like, let's not make a big deal out of it. Yeah. And apparently the storm in Ontario is blowing up. So they're saying um, Canada weather uh, take shelter because apparently this is a big deal. So I'm telling you, when Canada gets a tornado, it's usually, like, something crazy. It's never just like, oh, here's a little baby tornado. It's always a, it's always a thing. <laughs> it is. It really is. Somebody just posted <laughs> a sign that I will not read on another Twitter <laughs> feed that people are retweeting and talking about. Actually, no, I will read it because, again, our poor governors. Now, listen, I will get off on a very quick political tangent and come back. Um, I am not a fan of the governor of Oregon. I don't think that she's managed anything in her tenure well at all. She yeah. came in, she came into the, she was a, basically, she was put into the governorship without actually running for it because our previous governor had too many scandals and had to resign. So she automatically gets put in. She runs for oh. re-election and gets it. Okay, fine, great. But she is clouded in a bunch of different stuff. She's mismanaged the healthcare stuff. She's mismanaged the unemployment stuff. Her answer to the unemployment issues were, we'll create a new website. Uh, oh, okay. because because that's going to totally solve all of our problems. Right. Because that's the, the issue is the website. <laughs> yeah. And you had and she had somewhere around like $50 million to fix our old outdated systems. And they don't know where the money went. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that's not good either. No. So let's just not let's just, you know, we'll we'll leave it there. But somebody posted the quote unquote idiot governor said we had to post a sign about wearing masks. If you want to wear a mask, well, that's okay. If you don't want to wear a mask because you have a health reason not to, well, that's okay, too. They're missing the point. Yeah. They're yeah. missing the point. Come on, guys. Let's be better than this. We don't need to be stupid. So. You heard our governor tested positive, right? Yes, I did. First one. Yep. If you're not first, you're last. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you want to be. Uh, good news, though, out of Arizona this morning, the number of hospital patients with confirmed or suspected COVID is stopped rising. So they're now on a downward trend. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. So we're back to pre-July levels. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's good. Um, I'm just I'm just I'm tired of models. I'm tired of. Trend lines. And yeah. Da, 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 yeah. Until. It's, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. And I know it's a lot of people are dealing with a lot of, you know, stuff. Oh, man. 
Sorry. That's just like it's kind of overwhelming and causes a lot of anxiety. And it's just, you know, I don't know. This is just what we're living in right now, I guess. It is. And it is. We I... just got to deal with it. Oh, here we go. I'm retweeting this. Retweet. Uh, oh, I'm, re- I'm not on retweeting. I don't want to retweet that. I already did. Never mind. I thought something popped up in notifications about um, that storm we're talking about in Canada, but nope, it was something that we talked about a long time ago. I don't want to retweet that. <laughs> oh, well, I'll fix it later. Anyways, anywho, uh, you know, we've had some exciting weather. I'm excited to see what happens in the tropics, if anything happens. Uh, I did see something earlier this week that said that they might they might be starting to become more favorable, so that's good, but we will see. So we shall see. Can't wait. Well, with Gulf waters that temperature, I could see stuff becoming more favorable. So we'll we'll see. Like yep. you said, we'll just see. It's getting close to that time. So, Bonnie, another great edition of B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon, and I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, please stay cool. Do not stress out. The heat will be over soon enough. But uh, please take care of yourself. Stop kicking rocks. <laughs> Fine, I will. <laughs> or stumps or whatever else you possibly broke your toe on. It hurts. I know it does. I know. It's, go see a doctor. I know they can't do much, but please go see a doctor. Fine, fine. I will. Good, good. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye.